0: Beach. Thanks to the Boardwalk Plaza for being the Bridge Podcast Network sponsor. Some of my favorite conversations have happened over the rims of mugs. I'm Denise Harper, co-host of The Morning Show with Bill and Denise, and program director for The Bridge. There's something special about sitting across the table from a friend, whether we've known them forever or for just a minute, with a good cup of coffee and an open heart. And hopefully today's conversation will inspire and encourage you. This is probably going to be one of my favorite podcasts of the entire year, maybe ever, because I have six of my best friends in the studio with me. These are girls that I have known for hmm, decades, let's say. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about the power and the beauty of friendship and sisterhood. And I couldn't think of anybody that would be we'd be able to spend this time together talking about the depth and just the the blessings of having a good friend uh, than these girls. We've been doing life together for a very long time. And so I'm going to just kind of have you girls say your name, share maybe where you where you're from, maybe if you want to tell something about your family, what you do. And Sheila, we're going to start with you.
1: (laughs) Hello, I'm Sheila, and I am um, born and raised in Milton, still in Milton. I'm in real estate, and um, I'm happy to be here. I love these gals. I'm Dawn, and I... (laughs) Don't work in real estate.
2: <laughs> I have a much easier job. I work in the General Assembly, <laughs> but um, I have some cool sisters here, and uh, I love them to pieces. And like Sheila, who I've known since seventh grade, I'm from wow. Milton, and um, my husband and I, our kids, our grandkids, except for our baby kid, um, live in Milton.
0: Awesome, Judy.
2: My name is Judy,
3: and I was born and raised in Ohio. I moved to Delaware in the late 90s, and um, I love Delaware. I'm mm. um, a widow and have two children, and they're both married and three
4: beautiful granddaughters.
0: Yeah, don't forget the grandbabies.
4: Hi, I'm Kim. I have grown up in southern Delaware, Sussex County. I currently work at Eagle's Nest as the kids director and set designer. I have known these ladies for many, many, many years. Yeah. And I'm just looking forward to
5: sitting here and reliving lots of fun memories. <laughs> I am Lauren and I grew up in Sussex County also, originally from Milton, still living just outside of Milton. have a husband and two beautiful children who are married and uh, one grandchild, two grandchildren, and two more on the way. So growing family quickly, but I would not do life without these ladies. We have raised our kids together. We've gone through ups and downs together with jobs and relationships and friendships and just doing life together. And I wouldn't have it any other way.
6: I'm Renee. I live in Dagsboro and um, first met these ladies almost 30 years ago.
0: Uh, I was thinking that most of us met through church, I think, mm-hmm. church or ladies' ministries, and we started going to church together. I think, did all of us have kids before? No, I think I didn't no, have kids. We didn't have
5: kids. That's right. That's, we did. We had kids together yeah. in church, yes. a lot of us. Yeah,
0: And I think that's one of the things that stands out to me, because when we started doing Bible study together, as often as we could, we tried to every week, and um, we had to get really creative during the summer when kids were out of school. We'd gather at the pool or at the campground, in the playground, McDonald's play place, <laughs> at the beach. I just appreciate about this group, when my kids were little,
4: so many of my friends revolved around who my friend, my kids were friends with, so their parents became my friends, but this group... Like, we were friends, and our children became friends and mm-hmm. did life together because oh. our relationship came first. And that was very special, and it, it doesn't happen often. And 30 years later, we're all still here watching each other enjoy grandparenthood. And yeah. It's just a—I think it's a special gift Yeah, to have.
0: I think it's a good way to model— the power of friendship to our kids because they get to see that firsthand um, when you're connected.
5: Yeah, my daughter thinks of these ladies as their other her other mothers. You know, trust their opinions and their wisdom and um, loved watching us do life and wanted that for herself and is now building her own friends with, in that way, doing church together, raising kids together. And you you need that that structure together to help one another. I mean, it's what we're called to do in the body. But uh, the early church came together as family because they needed one another. Not every loved one is saved. Not every spouse is sometimes saved. And to bring um, like-minded Christians together, sisters uh, in Christ, and to be able to model life together for our, for our kids, you know, I think that's just what we're called to do, and that's how we we keep each other up. You know, there's we've all had. Trials at times, and we're praying for one another, and we're helping one another, and then we're laughing together and mm-hmm. ministering together. And you know, we started doing events together, and um, to see that modeled out in our children, you know, yeah. start to build up. That's just that's just further building those next generations.
0: I was thinking about some of my favorite memories of us together, <laughs> and. One of my favorites, uh, Judy, we were at, we were meeting at your house, and there's just something about us coming together. We were never thinking about healthy foods when we were getting together. <laughs> the only rule for our get-togethers
3: was no healthy food. No? Healthy food. As much chocolate as possible.
5: And ice cream. I remember the ice cream All Sunday All the ice night. cream. Just, oh, oh, my goodness. <laughs> How many <laughs>
2: toppings can we get?
0: All sitting around the table and just sharing and laughing. I mean, that there's some real healing and wholeness in that.
3: My husband knew how important this relationship was, the relationships with you guys. I got into the group a little bit later. I'm, I'm older than the rest of them. Much, much older. Kidding. And, And, um, I got introduced to the rest of the girls. I, I knew them at church, but I didn't really know them, but I got introduced through Lauren because she was getting ready to go back to work after her daughter Sarah was born, and she was looking for a babysitter, and she just mentioned it. And I told my husband I went to watch Sarah for the summer." And he said, "Really?" Uh, you you have the summer off. You want to watch a baby, and I said yes. I'm I really miss that babyhood. And so we either watch Sarah, or we're going to have to have another baby. <laughs> he said, "Call Lauren and tell her you'll watch Sarah." <laughs> Here,
2: wait. I'll call Lauren for you right now. Yes. <laughs> okay. But there
3: came a time, and we we. the relationship deepened and it became really special to me. But there came a time where I went to the doctor. I hadn't been feeling good. And the doctor said to me, he sat down and he took my hand, which is never a good idea. And he said, "Um, Judy, I think you have MS. So I went home and he said, we'll do some tests. And I went home and um, I was very upset and distressed. Without me knowing it, Charles called, and I think it was Lauren he called, and he said, Judy needs the girls. Mm. Mm. And you guys came that night and brought, everybody brought some kind of chocolate, and everybody (laughs) brought some ice cream, and we had a good time. But there was prayer. But that's Mm. the way it's been in this relationship with all of you. Mm. Whenever I need you, Mm -hmm. all I have to do is call, and I know someone will
4: be there Mm. for everything. And I think our friendship, we all had friendships just from doing church together, mm-hmm. but it deepened when we began to do ministry together. Mm-hmm. I mean, the ladies' events yeah, was, it was, it just brought a whole new level of, I don't know, ties, la- the laughter. I think that's what did it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the laughter and the tears and the snotty tissues. <laughs> 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 just broke walls down. And yeah. we knew that any one of these women would be there in a second. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I, I really think that when you do that ministry together and you all have a common goal and a love for the Lord, mm-hmm. it just it brings your friendship to a much deeper level.
2: Mm-hmm. And I, what I realized with this group of friends... Is something that I never realized in, with friends, quote-unquote friends, before, is that if I say, you know what, I need to be with my husband tonight, we have plans, and you guys understand. I mean, I don't have to explain. You know my priorities. We have the, the same priorities. I, You know, faith, our God, our husbands, our families. And so if if something comes up and somebody can't make it, to whatever we have planned to do, or even if you know Judy's husband calls everybody, and but when one of us can't make it, they total you totally understand, and I and I know that when I walk out the door, I don't have someone on my back behind me saying something. I have someone on my back praying, mm-hmm. yes, and I don't have that. I don't know that I have that with any any other group of friends, and it's it's like the Lord
5: just bringing us all together it, it is a lord thing and you know i remember my kids being in high school and you know friends and peer pressure is very important you know at that time high school college and you know just you know impressing upon them that you know the godly friends that come into your life they make you better they don't pull you down they hold you up they don't judge you you know and just that you know and to pray for those friends because you know the lord puts people in your life to hold you up you know and and you need to be really wise in those that you let into that level of knowing everything about you that's, you know yeah, and and and, so, and I tell a lot of the young women that I minister to you know be be mindful mm-hmm. of what you're sharing. Be mindful of who you're trusting. But pray that God sends those people to you. You know, we've been so blessed to have yeah. so many of us connected together. But it's like Kim said, we're doing church together, we're doing events, we're ministering together. You know, and that bonds us. And it's it's all Jesus. You know, the light of Jesus within us is what mm-hmm. connects us. And we're called to fellowship. You know, in, in Acts, the early church, they came together and they fellowship. They broke bread. They they stayed in one accord to do the work you know so we're we're encouraged and we're built up and we know we've got this this nucleus around us so we can do the work so we can minister
1: and that makes me think i didn't say this um when i introduced myself but i also have three children and five grandchildren wow (laughs) hold on (laughs) wait do you need to make a call (laughs) counting on (laughs) our (laughs) I have five grandchildren and um, you know I've heard my daughter say what you just said Lauren I'm praying for friends you know I want those close friends that I see that you have in these ladies but I also thought of while while we were listening to you that it's been a month or two or three since I've even talked to some of you. But when we came in here tonight, we picked up right where we left off mm-hmm. because we just have that bond and a love that, that we don't have to worry, oh, I didn't call her today or I didn't call her this week. And,
0: and that love never diminishes. Right.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: A safe space, mm-hmm. I think. That's, that's so important. And that's hard. That's hard to find. It
5: is hard to find.
0: The other thing that I think is important is I know that you guys are
3: praying for my kids Mm -hmm. and my grandkids. I know that. And I was talking to Kim on the way in. I asked, how's your daughter? I said, she's been on my heart all week. So the Lord, not only are we friends, but he extends that covering mm-hmm. to our families and and that is so sweet to me and I knew I was supposed to be praying for her because the Lord put her on my heart I said okay because she came to my mind I thought mm, I need to pray for her yeah. and and not that there was anything wrong going on in her life but that she needed something from the Lord she needed an extra boost and I I appreciate that knowing and for all of you, there have been times when your families or your, your kids have come to my mind, and I lift them up to the Lord, and I know that you do the same for
2: me. Mm-hmm. It's confidence. Well, my kids knew. Who nicknamed us the forever friends? Denise, yeah. <laughs> the creative Denise. Well, when I say, in fact, tonight, saying something to my daughter-in-law, and I'm like, going to get together with my forever friends, I don't have to name any of you. You know, she knows She knows who we are. Yeah. So it's just, they know. They know the relationships that we have.
4: It's a legacy. Yeah. There you go.
2: Oh, that's it's sweet. A legacy. Yeah, that's powerful. That we have
0: left
4: yeah. for all of our children. Yeah.
0: yeah. So one of the things that uh, I love in modern time now is that we don't have to try to call each other one at a time gosh we're in the 21st century now we have a text group and gosh i I would say that that would be one of the greatest tools for us because any time of the day or night we can text each other it goes out to the whole group everybody knows right away to pray or to celebrate to rejoice And we do all of that. I'm glad that we have that now. I think that it's important, though, to not just rely on that. Mm -hmm. The times together, Kim, what you said, doing the ministry together, it wasn't just showing up at the ladies' retreat weekend, but we met together for weeks and weeks Mm -hmm. before that. And we prayed over the ladies that were coming. And we talked about what we were going to be sharing and what was God leading us in Mm -hmm. and just how we were going to pray for each other through that time. And that's so important. Being together is so important.
3: Besides the ministry, though, we've done a lot of fun things together. I remember the first time I went to, uh, uh, with you ladies, and um, we had a we're, game Hold night. on,
4: we're all afraid of what's going <laughs> to come out of our mouth. No, no,
3: no, no, no never. <laughs> and, and so, know uh, we were playing games and eating, which, you know, is normal for us. You may have
2: to say that.
3: Uh, yes. <laughs> and got time to go home, and someone said, oh, wait a minute, I have a prayer request for you. So... We started praying. I got home at two o'clock in the morning, and I hadn't taken my house key with me, so I had to go to the bedroom window and pound on the bedroom window. And my husband put the window up and said, what are you doing out there? And I said, so the next time I was going out, he took the screen out of the window and said, if you forget your key, just crawl in the window.
0: Well, I would love for you, you or Dawn, to share the story of how you two met. <laughs>
2: You've got to do it. It's, I, yes.
0: I will if
3: you'll jump in when you need to. Oh, yeah, of course. No. <laughs> I get lost a lot. In fact, my <laughs> husband would say, if you put Judy in a paper bag and open both ends, she'll get lost coming out. Well, I always would ride with Lauren because Lauren doesn't get lost. <laughs> we were going to a ladies' retreat, and she had to go early because she was the director. So she went earlier in the day.
2: Mind and, you, this was in Ocean City, Maryland. Th- that's the, right. And we were coming from the Milton, Georgetown area.
3: Yeah, and, and that part I, and, in yeah. straight. And, and I don't. <laughs> and, That is round one. (laughs) That's really, really out of my wheelhouse. So Dawn, she arranges for Dawn, who I don't know, to come pick me up. I don't know Judy either. So Dawn picks me up, we get in the car, we get down to the hotel room, I check in. And the name, uh, the um, hotel room is under my name. Check in, give my credit card. Dawn and I go up to the room.
2: Because it was they were having a church ladies retreat. The ladies retreat.
3: And so we went up there. We were jumping on the beds. We went to the correct <laughs> hotel name. Yes. And we, um, they had canned, put candy out. We ate the candy that I was there. I put my
2: clothes in the
6: closet.
3: Yes. Yes. <laughs>
6: mm-hmm.
2: Okay.
3: And so uh, we were making ourselves comfortable. Someone knocks on the door and says, um, there's a problem with your room. We put you in the wrong Room and I said, Oh, okay, no problem. So we go down and um, we're in the wrong hotel. <laughs> and they had given us some lady Elizabeth Thomason's room. I don't know how they got Judith Thompson and Elizabeth Thomason mixed up, but they did. So we leave, we get to the right hotel, and we're hoping, Elizabeth, that you're listening right now. <laughs>
2: We're sorry. Yes. <laughs> Don and I am
3: really sorry. We messed up the beds and, and ate your food.
2: Your... Yeah. We're really sorry. <laughs> so now she calls me Lucy because it was like a Lucy and Ethel thing. <laughs> you know, and I and, call her Elizabeth. Yes. And um, I'll never forget it. Drudging three levels of pulling suitcases of the <laughs> The car garage, and then back down. Well, but it I, was the same name of the hotel, but it was on the opposite yes, side of the
3: hotel. That was the problem. It wasn't, wasn't really it us. Wasn't us.
2: It wasn't us. No, <laughs> and it was a church retreat. Yes. easy to easy to yes. mistake. mistake. That's right. They took your credit card. They did. I did. Hey, wait a
3: minute. <laughs> but um, I was in Dover. I live in Georgetown. I was in Dover at a Michael's store. And I hear over the announcements, PA system, Elizabeth, your party is, puts you at the front of the store. I knew it was Dawn. <laughs>
0: So, how many years ago was that? And we are still laughing over that. That was before Isaac was born, and he's 22 this year.
3: Well, there you go. Yeah. I told you I was old at
0: the time he was born. What are some other opportunities for friendship that, that you could think of for someone who's listening right now and thinking, wow, I would really like to have friends like that? How can I get started with that?
3: I would pray. Mm-hmm because, and you guys didn't know this, but Charles and I moved every two years. Um, we were in ministry and it seemed like every, I told him, just because your suitcase goes and sits by the door, we don't have to move. And when we got to Delaware, I knew no one. I didn't have any friends here. We started going to the church because someone recommended it. God, it was a church we would enjoy. But I, I felt very lonely. I had no family here, no friends. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I was praying, Lord, please I, I was looking and seeing friendships all around and I said Lord I want I want a friend. And he gave me six.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> so he always does above and beyond. Yeah. He gave me six wonderful friends. And and the friendship we have, I can be vulnerable with you guys. And you can't and you shouldn't be vulnerable with everybody. Mm-hmm. But I know that I can be vulnerable with you guys and just be plain out who I am.
5: Yeah, and I think it's important that you just really pray about your church too. Find a church that has people your age, that has people your kids' age. That really speaks to your heart and ministers to you. It's important that you have a pastor that is speaking the word, that is encouraging fellowship, and and that's like the place to start. And then start connecting. Don't be too shy to introduce yourself, say hello, volunteer for kids' church, you know, or or in some way getting it started in that church. And then you start to meet um, the people who are really dedicated. That really want to do ministry, that really want to help, you start to meet those people. And then, you know, let God do it naturally. And
4: I would say be patient. I mean, I think we all had acquaintances that we also met at church, and they were wonderful people. But for whatever reason, we didn't make that connection like this group has. Mm-hmm. And it, it just takes a while to find the right one. so mm-hmm. if you have friends that are you're not getting what you know, just be patient and mm-hmm. know that, When the timing is right, God's going to bring those people, those hearts that he knows he can knit together. And, I mean, it's not going to be everybody. We do have a a need for just acquaintances. We have to work a little bit
1: harder and wait a little bit longer for the deeper ones. Mm -hmm. Some practical things would be, um, I remember us like going for coffee and just Mm -hmm. hanging out and talking. Um, I remember us getting small group bible studies and doing those together the ladies ministry that we started back a long time ago we did um, we would have a craft night and just sit there and chat while you're doing crafts that's how you get to know people's hearts and then i think you know i even still have some of those crafts in my house like that stool we made is still in my house and so now when i look at that when i'm walking by i think of you guys and I think it's just put yourself out there, spend a little time getting to know the person, and you're going to know if you have that heart connection, that soul connection, you know. Then the Lord will deepen it by giving you a confidence to know that you can trust them. And I remember Denise saying to someone one time, you can trust these ladies. You you can tell them what's on your heart. And, and her saying that, um, you know. Allowed some ministry time, which was pretty Mm -hmm. special.
0: We hope you're enjoying this episode of Over the Rims of Mugs, made possible by Iconic Sparkle. Get fun and fashionable accessories such as necklaces, earrings, and bracelets that can go with any outfit for any occasion for just $5. Owner Mandy Heinz desires to change the world through her accessories and what it allows her to offer. Fashion accessory advice,
6: boosting confidence, and training those who want to start their own business. Learn more at IconicSparkle.com or on their app.
0: Let's switch gears a little bit and talk about our younger selves. If we could go back 30 or so years and either have a conversation or write a letter, tell ourselves some advice, now that we're on this side of those 30 years, <laughs> what might you tell your younger self? Let it go. Just let it go. I was thinking on the,
2: on the way here. And there were so many things I would tell myself. But it kind of, if you just sum it up and let it go, it's that childlike faith. And when you let it go, it is a childlike faith. And I know that I obsess and worry and I think I can do things. I really don't think I can do them. But the stubborn part of me or whatever, it's a control thing maybe. I don't know. But I know that my head knows that God has got this. My head knows, I mean, my head knows the story, the truth, the scripture. And it's just that in between getting it to my heart so that I can totally let it go to him. And I still work on that now. But man, if I knew that when I was a lot younger, I I would have avoided a lot of heartache. Mm-hmm. Who knows where God would have led me the opportunities I've missed. But I know that he has turned these mistakes into, He's turned that oh, yeah. from ashes to beauty. Yeah, I might not see it as, as beauty sometimes, but I know He's doing that to all for all of us. And those mm-hmm. mistakes are He's turning them around to yeah. His glory.
4: I think for me, it's a variation of that. And I, I'm a word person, so I love how God uses. He's probably saying exactly the same thing to me that he said to you, but he uses different words. And for me, it's don't take yourself so seriously.
2: That was a...
4: Sorry. (laughs) As Sheila hurries up and puts the mic in front of my big mouth, that was the other thing. It's not about you, Dawn. Don't take yourself so seriously and just relax. I mean, to me, as I'm getting older, I've realized throughout my life, every decision that I made felt like it had enormous consequences, and some of them do, but for me, God is saying it's okay to make small mistakes. The world is not—I am still God, and the world—if you make the wrong decision here, I've got this, Mm -hmm. and I need to hear that. And the funny thing was, when I was, I think, four or five years old, for Easter, my dad— and mom, but I think my dad picked it out, gave me a, a poster with Raggedy Ann and Andy on it, and it said, don't take yourself so seriously. I was five, oh. and they knew that about me. I remember saying to them, what does that even mean? i like, I didn't know, but now I'm like, oh, boy. I had that in me even back then, mm-hmm. and it's a lesson that
1: I'm, I'm still learning. So I would tell myself... Not to be so competitive because as a teenager, I felt like I competed with the girls that I went to school with to have whatever the certain boyfriend or the right shoes or, you know, to get first seat in the band or be pitcher on the softball team, whatever, whatever the things are we compete with each other for. And I would say that that is probably what you guys have done in my life, because I do not feel like we are competing for anything ever. I feel a sisterhood with you all. So thank you for that. But that's Mm -hmm. what I would talk to myself about. Mm -hmm.
0: I would tell myself, give yourself more margin in your life, in your schedule. I remember one day talking about my my schedule, and Kim, I remember you saying to me, we were having Bible study, and I was like, I've got to do this, this, and this, and then get home and make dinner, and then we've got to be at the ballpark at this time, and and you were like, I'm just exhausted hearing your schedule, let alone (laughs) knowing how you get through it. I was reading a book called The Back of the Boat by Kirk Byron Jones. This is what he said that just really struck me. He said, Margin is the space that once existed between our load and our limits. Margin is the space between vitality and exhaustion. It is our breathing room, our reserves, our leeway. It is the opposite of overload. And I so wish that when our kids were younger and We were all so involved and we were building careers and there's just so many things coming at us. and, And why is it that it takes so long for us to figure that out, that we need to create some extra space in our schedules and not just expect so much of ourselves day in, day out?
5: We just did a Bible study and that was kind of what they talked about a little bit. And it's the way they described it was very similar, but it was make space for the quiet. Mm-hmm. You know, making yeah. space to just listen to the Lord and to give your time to absorb, you know, his word, his truths. You know, I've done ladies ministry now for 28 years. And when you're in ministry like that and you're leading Bible studies and facilitating a lot, you tend to do the homework more to be prepared for the class. More in thinking about the, the, uh, the people that you're going to be ministering to, the people that are receiving it. And, and I wish I had done more for just me. I wish I had made space for the quiet where I was just it was just me and God more than my thoughts of how am I going to help someone you know and I do tend to be that person who wants to help others but you do need that margin that space To make sure that you are connected with the Lord. And so I would say that just slowing down, making space for the quiet and just that time to listen, even when you're not just not just reading the word, but even just that quiet to listen Mm -hmm. and to have conversation with the Lord. But I I have to say, too, I don't have a lot of regrets. And I think the reason I don't have a lot of regrets is because I have accountability in my sisters, Mm -hmm. you know, and when my faith was weak, they made me strong. I think that's another element to this friendship and, and doing fellowship in general is you have accountability. Um, you have that teaching. You keep you lift one, one's up, one's down. You continually balance one another. And, and to do that in a very safe place, as Denise yeah. said earlier, uh, without judgment, uh, re- grows you um, and, and expands you and really prepares you.
0: I think that's one reason why we love being a grandmother so much. We, we love our grandkids Amen. because we're not constantly also I got to clean the house I got to do that when the grandkids come like forget all that that'll all get done some other day exactly. today is all about you <laughs> I wish that I had thought about that process earlier on as well I, it's funny because I what I'm thinking is
3: similar to both of what both of you have said I wish I had learned the word no sooner mm. <laughs> very good. It, How we all groan at yeah, that <laughs> I, <know. laughs> um, I when I was younger, if I was asked to do anything in the church or by a pastor or a leader or something, I thought I was supposed to do it, and I uh, sometimes was burning the candle at both ends and then in the middle also, so I would have said, "Learn to say no, you don't mm-hmm. have to say yes to everything. in fact, it's probably not a good thing to say yes to everything." Mm-hmm. It's best to say, "Let me pray about this," mm-hmm. and that not as a cop out, but really pray about it and say, "Is this something the Lord wants me to do, or is this something that is I want to do to show that I'm working for the Lord? Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm busy for the Lord. Well, that's just I'm busy. Mm-hmm. So to say, let mm-hmm. me pray about it and really pray about it and find the things that God really wants you to be immersed in." Mm-hmm.
0: That's good advice. We can get so busy doing things that we probably ought not to be doing, and miss the greater thing yes. that God really intended for us yes. to be about. Yeah. If we're not careful. Yeah, yeah. Renee, what would you tell you? She's you're going to be very <laughs> quiet-spoken. I'm going to have you lean right in here. This is one of my dearest friends, and she took such good care of my baby girl when she was little, and uh, made some wonderful memories. And she still calls you Miss Renee. <laughs>
6: Very precious. Just out of affection. (laughs) Such a sweet time. Mm. That season to watch her was truly a blessing Mm. in my life at that time. Mm. A bright spot in such uh, chaos and dysfunction. I would tell my younger self to develop my friendship with Christ first. Before I put so much effort into just the same things you guys were saying. Committing to things you shouldn't commit to. Unrealistic expectations. You can spend time in a desert by wrong choices. You can spend time on a wrong turn having to get back by not having accountability, by not seeking the Lord's direction for your life. And and allowing Him to fill those places, those voids, that brokenness, before you expect someone else to do it for you. I have one more that I I just realized God
4: just told me this the other day. I have a teacher's heart. So Lauren kind of reminded me of this that I'm always studying and I love to study and I've I've facilitated many Bible studies over the years and I love it. But my mindset is always I am studying to teach. How am I going to present this? What am I, you know, what are mm-hmm. And the other day he God just said, "Kimberly, learn it to live it." Mm. So that is just like still settling in. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm, um, yeah, it's exciting, but I'm still working through that. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> well, I just heard a
5: message this past week that was talking about um, faith is living, faith is action. It's not just what you believe, but it's actually how, what you're doing. And if you're not doing, you really don't have the faith that you profess. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we need to exactly. learn it to live it. Yes. Mm. And I just want to say here, I am
4: loving like as we're going around. I've known most of these women for pretty much thirty years, and as you're go- like, you were hearing the hearts of each person, the things that I'm hearing coming. I'm like, yes, that is so, Lauren. That's <laughs> so, Renee. That's, I mean, you, you go. I, and I love these. I love your hearts. I love who you are. It's and I see how God has just knit each one of you into such a special. Special person in my life, and I don't know. I'm just getting so excited hearing you and seeing you all again. We don't get to see each other very it's often. Not nearly enough, and that's we're all for sure. like staring at each other's <laughs> eyes. It's kind of cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, Sheila, when you first walked in, you were carrying a bag from the Museum of the Bible, and you said something to us mm. before you handed us each something. And uh, I said, "Oh, you have to share that when we're recording." So. Tell us what you were thinking when you were going through the Museum of the Bible.
1: So, meeting you guys 30 years ago, you know, when we were 10, um, exactly, <laughs> maybe a little older, but it was in the very early days of learning who God is, learning about the Bible, holy, being baptized with the Holy Spirit. Learning how to walk in the spirit Walk by faith and not by sight And I remember not long After I was saved, Lauren came to me And she pulled me aside And we had like this deep conversation About the things of God And it meant More to me to be able to share it with someone And I went with my daughter And her children To a homeschool day At the uh, Museum of the Bible In Washington, D.C. And as I was walking through the museum and seeing different scriptures and different stories, walking through the Bible reminded me of my own self, walking through the Bible, my growth, my experience of growing and maturing in the Lord. And I saw each one of you at different points as I walked through that building because I'm not even going to be able to say this. (laughs) I know you know what I mean, but you don't know what I mean. (laughs) How much you guys have meant to me in my life. Mm -hmm. You've been there with me to rejoice at finding the one lost sheep. You've been there with me to walk through the valley, the darkness. I thought of each one of you just at different points of my spiritual growth, being there for different things.
0: I love that. We have grown up together. We really have, Mm -hmm. even though we were young adults when we were first connected. Yeah, we've we've grown up together. Beautiful memories.
5: Denise and I had our children together, and we did a Bible study um, as we were pregnant Mm -hmm. through that whole thing. And um, Cody came in May, and Sarah came in August, and you know, a special bond came together for those two. They have a real spiritual bond. Mm-hmm, they do, um, even though they don't see each other very often. Um, there's a spiritual bond, bond between the two of them. I think because we prayed through those pregnancies, we mm-hmm. prayed for them together, and yeah. and God's knit their hearts together. They kind of hold each other up a little bit. Yeah.
2: When I think about, you know how you see these pictures of like the old old ladies sitting around the the table drinking iced tea or whatever,
0: and they're. <laughs> They're not knitting, are they? They're
2: not knitting. <laughs> They're not playing cards. They're just sitting around. And you I know, think they had coffee. Not tea. <laughs> they, ha- oh, yes, they Definitely. had coffee. Lauren, <laughs> Lauren, the Lauren one had tea, but they had their like white hair up in the bun and everything. You know, I have this mental picture, and 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 it's it's us. <laughs> I mean, I I mean, like this is the grow old with me group. Like mm-hmm. I have a grow old with me yeah. right. picture of people that I know I'm gonna grow old with. Well, I already am old, but I'm going to grow older <laughs> with Lord Willen and The Creek Don't Rise. Um, <laughs>
4: but it's you guys. So, so I just had a quick memory. So the the ladies' event that we did, why did we go to the thrift shop and get dressed up? <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was for or was
4: that a poor, that was well, for a birthday that was, it, for it was birthday. someone's birth oh birthday oh my here so i'm someone who never ever wants to look stupid or silly <laughs> and we went to the yeah. <laughs> stores and purchased dresses and <laughs> tiaras and necklaces and, and The gaudier, the better. <laughs> the gaudier, the better. And we all got dressed together. That made and we it.
5: Shocked this other person. We. we it was a on. surprise yeah. birthday
4: party, and That's right. I have never. That night, I did not take myself too seriously. <laughs> you really. And t- it was a lesson that I needed. You I,
0: stepped out of your comfort I zone.
4: Did. <laughs> We've got pictures. I've got. <laughs> Renee has pictures. I think. <laughs>
3: I think they should be banned.
5: (laughs) Burned. But, you know, the birthday girl needed that. Yes. Yes. You know, that silliness. That was a mission. that fun. Mm -hmm. And we had a lot of fun together in that. It it was just ridiculously silly. (laughs) But sometimes you just need ridiculously silly. That's right. I can still
3: see us piling out of the cars in (laughs) all this (laughs) finery. (laughs) Any final words to share? I... Just am so thankful that I am with a group of ladies that are so giving. Someone suggested that we should bring coffee mugs, our favorite coffee mug, mm. and so that we could have our coffee while we were doing this. And I was looking through my coffee mugs, and I have quite a wonderful collection of them, and the one that stood out said grateful on it. Mm. Grateful. Mm. And that's what I am for you ladies. You mm. are truly, truly a gift. Each and every one of you is a gift to me.
1: And I am grateful for the gift of your part of my life. Mm. It seems like forever ago, but just yesterday at the same time, the ladies' retreats that we have talked about, that it was wonderful to minister <coughs> together to the ladies that were there. But by far, my favorite memories were when the ladies all went back to their rooms, and we all gathered together in one room, and we were silly, and those are good times. I will never forget Mm -hmm. with you ladies, very good memories.
5: Yeah, and a lot of prayer happened then, too. Oh, yeah. A lot of prayer. Um, We never quite knew whether it was going to end in (laughs) tears or laughter and a lot of both, probably, Mm -hmm. but... Uh, Because we shed our hearts and our lives. Um, And it's like Judy says, I'm so grateful. I can't imagine life without these ladies. And and I just think it's very important that we keep striving to include others and to, you know, and encourage you to pray for for that friend. Mm -hmm. You know, allow yourself to be vulnerable. Um, Often we think that our problems or our issues, no one knows, no one has it like I do. And we're all the same. We all have our ups and downs. We all have sinned and come short of the calling of Christ. But, you know, we lift each other up and we come back together. And there is someone out there that is just like you, that has the same failings and uh, has had the same history, and, and then others who don't. And it's the blending of those two that encourage and lift you up and can really have a strong a strong bond, and not just for an internal Gratification or need, but for the body, you know, we are living stones of Christ's house, and and we need to come together in that way and minister and then collectively come back Mm -hmm. together and and regroup. You know, we're called to do that. Um, Mm -hmm. And I just love this group. I love that I always know who I can call when I have a need, or my family has a need, or a friend has a need. Mm -hmm. You know, we continually lift up the body, and I think that's so important.
0: Yeah, I would echo what you say, Lauren, that if you are praying about having a friend, ask the Lord to show you who you can trust and begin to build a friendship with, and, and maybe even meet for coffee and have Bible study you know, together. But don't forget to include the laughter. And if you have been blessed with great friendships, then look for who else you can include or who you can mentor in the next generation as in particular, because I think it's harder and harder for young people to really find connections and feel where they can be that they can be safe
5: agree i mean it is a lot harder today with all of the um, social media that um, compares Mm -hmm. you know you look at social media uh, and you think well their life must be better than mine Mm -hmm. you know i don't do these things or those things or um, and it looks very perfect on social media so i think you'd be really careful Mm -hmm. um, not to look at that and base yourself upon that Most of that's probably a lie. Mm. Allow yourself to be vulnerable with those that you pull close and be really wise in who you trust. But you need to be vulnerable um, because that's the only way that Satan can get to us, is is to take our vulnerabilities and tell us that we're not good enough or worthy enough or um, not like someone else. So be really, really mindful of that, um, to put yourself and understand who you are in Christ. Um, Someone said here earlier, you know, work on you first. Live in Learn mm, to live, um, mm-hmm. you know, and so it's so important that we know who we are in Christ, and then we we're vulnerable to our friends. That's the only way Satan cannot attack and hold us. There's the only way to pull down strongholds is to be sure that they don't. You don't let that vulnerability stop you from growing and and having those friendships.
6: I
0: love you, girls. Aww,
5: we love love you. you. We love you. Grateful
0: for each one of you, and I think if you haven't already felt it by just by listening um, the power of having close friends who love Jesus yes,
3: mm-hmm. Amen. That's makes so so a cool. huge
0: yes. difference yes. and so I encourage you in that today as you're listening that you would just pray and ask God to to direct your steps and, and not just in who can be your friend but who can you be a friend to and may it be so in Jesus name Amen Amen, Amen. 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 We were never meant to journey alone. Whether you're having a great day or a hard one, we need each other to celebrate and to stand in the gap. Sharing our stories helps remind us that we are not alone. And when we sit with women who sit at the feet of Jesus, the conversations are different. We walk away feeling inspired, not inferior, because we know this Christian walk is a race, but not a competition. I'm your host, Denise Harper, encouraging you to catch up with a friend or make a new one and enjoy some good conversation over the rims of mugs.